The Last Word with Matt Cooper. The Shine Festival is a celebration of the International Day of the Girl and as part of that, the Shona Project is going to host 2,000 transition year students from all over Ireland at the Shine Festival next week, Wednesday and Thursday next week, down in the SETU Arena in Waterford. So we're going to talk to a couple of people about the Shona Project and about what will happen next week at the Shine Festival. I want to start with a Shona Project ambassador, Fatima Ismail. Thank you very much for joining us. Now tell us, what is the Shona Project and what sort of ambassador are you for it? Hello, um, first of all, thank you for having me today. Um, And right now I'm a senior ambassador at the Shona Project as I just graduated from being a junior ambassador um, last year. And you have just finished your secondary school, haven't you? Yes, I did. I did. Okay. Why did you get involved in the Shona Project and what did it do for you? Um, So I got involved because I was actually nominated by my school and the reason I was really interested to it because of the Shona message about kindness, um, it resonated with me on a personal level and also aligned with like a couple of initiatives that I was doing um, in school, like an anti-bullying one. So what did you do in an anti-bullying initiative in your school, which I believe is Bishopstown Community School in Cork? Yeah, yes, it is. Um, What we did was in the creatives committee, we actually did like a music video called Live and Let Live. And it was all just um, like about bullying and like the effects it can have on a person. And we just did like other activities around school as well, just to kind of reduce the effects of bullying as well. And one of them as well was working on the student council on the anti-bullying policy. And how well do you think it all worked out for you? worked fairly well I think yeah. Okay and tell us last year the Shona Project did some research into the issues facing teenage girls in Ireland. Some of the figures were actually quite frightening because it said Mm -hmm. 80% of teenage girls don't feel that they will have the same opportunities as boys. Just take that one in particular. Is that something that's common amongst your friends? Uh, I, I was shocked by the statistics honestly but at the same time it made so much sense because like I think there's like a massive like gender equality gap within schools like one of them being like say in girls schools we don't have like the same access to like subjects like woodwork and engineering because when I was in a girls schools we didn't have those subjects and even so when I moved to my new school I was the only girl in my woodwork class. Another figure that came out was that 84% of the teenage girls surveyed think negative thoughts about the world around them. What do you take from that? What sort of negative thoughts about the world around you? I feel like a lot of it can actually kind of go to social media because at the moment, like, you know, like the world is like far more connected through social media and like there's a constant exposure um, to like unrealistic beauty standards, misinformation and all of that ultimately need, like leads to negative self-perception. And what about uh, concerns about climate change and how the changing world is going to impact on your adulthood? Like right now, like everyone that's like my age, we all feel like we won't live a normal childhood because we are worried about climate action and that there's not enough action taking towards it because right now, like the way everything is going, we're not 100% sure if there's even a future to live for. That's why everyone right now is just trying to get involved with like climate action um, initiatives and uh, advocating for it. Okay, stay on the line there, Fatima. I want to bring in Bernie yep. Kyo, who is Managing Director of A Lust for Life. Bernie, just remind us of what A Lust for Life is. A Lust for Life is a youth-focused mental health charity. 
and we uh, focus on education and empowerment of children and young people via schools programs that are free for teachers to deliver and they focus on you know the area of mental health uh, and educate about how our human minds work and our emotions work you know, equip them with the literacy to identify what's going on for them emotionally and then provide the tools to help them manage it. And how much demand for your services is there? Oh, there's uh, there's um, an extremely high demand. I mean, just in September alone, we have uh, over 350 teachers who have registered to de- deliver the programme across a number of years. Um, and to date, we've had over 2,500 uh, teachers registered to deliver the programme in over 1,000 schools. And that's uh, and we've only launched in, in, in 2020 and we've only partially delivered the program by next year we hope to have uh, a program for every single year in primary school and um, but it's uh, yeah there's a phenomenal demand how encouraging is it though that so many teachers are actually volunteering their time and want to know how they can actually help their students uh, they're phenomenal. I mean, there's a lot of caring teachers out there and, uh, uh, you know, work delivering a program like that in the class means that it's like experiential and the teachers learn themselves a lot about mental health and how to manage their own, you know, minds and emotions. And, you know, there's a lot of themes covered. It's a 10 week modular program. So there's lots of different themes covered and teachers, you know, uh, end up working with the class on the key themes, uh, playing games, role playing, um, and it generally bonds the class. And, and Fatima was talking earlier about kindness, etc. I mean, it promotes a hell of a lot of empathy, inclusion and kindness among the classmates and themselves. Because teachers have a lot of responsibilities for the basic curriculum which they have to impart. It is something quite demanding to take on, isn't it? A role in helping the mental health of children who may be struggling. I I think so. And I think it's important to say that it's, you know, there are definitely instances and there probably always have been, Matt, where teachers are confronted with children who are suffering in schools. Um, Our programmes, you know, are in the prevention space. So we're trying to to help, you know, um, all children, um, but in a preventative way, because a lot of the kids may have issues from time to time, but wouldn't necessarily have, uh, you know, significant mental health issues. We're trying to get in before that develops and give them, you know, as I said, the the education and the tools to prevent that from happening um, and developing to something more significant. Now, the Shine Festival is run by the Shona Project and as I said, it's on for Transition Year students on the 11th and 12th next week in Waterford. Uh, How was Lust for Life involved? Well, Lust for Life was was invited by the Shona Project uh, to participate and specifically um, our our wonderful Kira uh, O'Connor Walsh is uh, speaking at the event um, and Kira will be talking about anxiety and how did distinguish between you know normal anxiety which we all feel from time to time in certain situations um, and at certain maybe periods of the of the month 
and uh, and then you know acute anxiety something that's maybe overwhelming that's persistent that's affecting you know your performance or your you know your ability to go about your your day to day you know where you might want to isolate you um, and 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 you know have a lot of persistent negative thinking and low moods and so Kira will be talking about how to distinguish between the two because it's important also that we know that 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 anxiety is you know is, is something that we all can feel and sometimes it's very appropriate in certain situations and uh, and you know but th- then there's acute anxiety and that's a different ball game and so she'll also be talking about then strategies of how to maybe manage that you know okay. um, Alright I'm going to have to leave it there thank you both very much for taking the time Bernie Kyo, Managing Director of A Lust for Life and Fatima Ismail joining us from Cork as a Senior Shona Project Ambassador The Last Word with Matt Cooper Weekday from 4.30. Today.